Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, hi, Jenna. Well, hi, Shelby. <gasps> Happy, what is today, Saturday? Happy Saturday. Happy, happy Galentine's. Happy Galentine's Day. Hell cheers yeah. to that. Cheers. It's not going to be a good clink because oh, yeah. mine is plastic. Plastic on glass doesn't give us a good clink, but we have some cute Galentine's drinks today. Yes, we do. What did you bring for Galentine's, Jenna? Well, it's not what's in my cup right now because that's gone. Mm. But <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. What did we drink earlier? Yeah, we had a whole mimosa bar. Mm-hmm. had some uh, champagne and... Yes. Orange juice and pineapple juice mm. and fresh squeezed grapefruit juice. Freshly squeezed. Yep. In a mason jar. <laughs> Delicious. That's how you By know mason jar, from. you mean like a leftover pizza sauce jar that I've reused? <laughs> I didn't realize that's what Because that I'm was. a hoarder and I keep glass jars to <laughs> reuse. Reduce, oh reuse, recycle. Absolutely. Save Fans. the planet. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what I brought. Tell me about the drink you brought. Oh, so I made sexy, very sexy martinis. Very sexy. Not just sexy. Just very, very sexy. sexy. (laughs) And they were, they're so good. It doesn't taste like a martini. It's not like what you think it would be. It's got um, raspberry liqueur, citron vodka, um, agave syrup, some lime juice. And then I have like a really pretty rim on it. Which is also really It was topped with a rosé, like, sparkling wine, too, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was a rosé prosecco. A rosé prosecco. A rosé prosecco. We're fancy. So they're cute and pink. Perfect for Valentine's Day. Yes. So happy late Valentine's Day to all of our book friends. And for Valentine's Day, what are we reading? We are reading (laughs) The Spanish Love Deception. Oh, so cute. Why'd we choose this one? It's just a sweet little Mm rom-com. We've been reading... We know a lot of our listeners have been reading a lot of dense <laughs> fantasy lately, and we love it. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But every once in a while, there's just nothing like a rom-com exactly. palate cleanser in between heavy fantasy books. 100%. Especially because of the fantasy we've been reading. We've been tabbing, and we've got lots of notes, and we've had very long episodes. <laughs> it's like doing homework. when exactly. So coming to something like the Spanish Love Deception is fun because yes. you kind of just got to be along for the ride. Right. <laughs> Even if you cringe a little bit. It was cute, though. Oh, it was what really did you, cute. One out of five. Or one, two, five. Mm-hmm. God, I can't even talk. That's <laughs> what all these mimosas have done to me. Same. One to five. What did you rate this book? I gave it a four. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was really cute, and I felt like I breezed through it, mm-hmm. and so I really liked it. What did you rate it? I also gave it a four. Mm. Yeah, there was a, a few... Good rom-com. Yeah, a few cringe moments, but for the most part, I thought it was really cute. Mm-hmm. Was it was it. so adorable. 
it was cute for what i was wanting too i know who else loved it our book club yeah (laughs) so we had book club today yep and we had so many wonderful ladies show up Mm mm-hmm and we all had so much to say about this book. Mm-hmm. And what else did we do today? Oh, we did a book exchange too. So <laughs> yeah, the book, we tried to do a Galentine's Day themed mm-hmm. book club today. As you can see by yeah, that. Yeah, we still got some decor <laughs> up around us too. If you're watching in the YouTube, we've got flowers and balloons yep. and the whole theme. Yep. And so we did a potluck style um, book club today where people brought like a bunch of different snacks and go to our Instagram and see this cake that one of the girls brought. (laughs) She printed out and cut out the faces of like fan art from basically all the books that we've all been reading. There was like 40 faces on this cake. And so then we had a game of like trying to guess who the fan art was. At the very end after we've had a couple of drinks. Oh my God, it was so great. So I highly recommend go to our Instagram and check out that photo of the cake because it was unreal. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Yeah, so we had all that. One of the highlights I think of the day was trying to pick out who was who from like the fan art because there's so many different fan arts of our book boyfriends. Yeah, so we did that. And then we also did a book exchange today, kind of like a secret Santa or like a white elephant gift, but uh, what's it called? Secret Cupid? Secret, oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> Secret Cupid book exchange. Yeah, and it was fun. And honestly, the best part of it was everybody brought such good books that yes. nobody wanted to steal. Yeah. Everybody wanted to keep the books they had, which was so awesome. Fun. So cool. Yeah. It was so fun. Very to fun. Watch and everything. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I love it. So many good books, too. I feel mm-hmm. like I added so many books to my TBR. Always. <laughs> oh, I know, for real. It's the like endless a, TBR. The endless TBR list. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm hmm. And yeah, everybody brought such good food mm-hmm. and good drinks and everything. So yeah, if yeah. you're Denver local, just a reminder that our book club is open to anyone that would like to join. Yes. We've grown a lot. Right. <laughs> We've got a, got a lot of people <laughs> in it now, but um, always open to more. So exactly. Reach out. And so on book club note, mm-hmm. so for this, we did read The Spanish Love Deception. Mm-hmm. For March, we are looking at doing House of Flame and Shadow. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make sure we were giving everybody enough time to read it because mm-hmm. it is a massive book. It's a fatty. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so we're doing House of Flame and Shadow. We will do that at the end of March. Yep. And we haven't decided what location but if you're interested give us a dm on instagram or tiktok we'll get you added to our monthly book club group wow words are hard (laughs) those mimosas man (laughs) it's gonna be another ledge episode (laughs) asmr ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) but yes so if you are interested in joining our book club give us a dm we'll get you added to the book club group (laughs) and we'll let you know all the fun things that we have coming up (laughs) yeah should we talk about some of the other books we have coming i know you mentioned excited, but yeah we've we've got obviously spanish love deception you're listening to right now um, we are going to be doing the Third Crescent City coming up. Woo-hoo! I know everybody's been waiting for that episode to come out. So And another big one that's yeah. coming out really recently. Yeah. So, you know, our favorite yes. dragon books. <laughs> we have Iron <gasps> Flame is also going to be coming out in the near future here. And we're really going to so be diving pumped. deep on all sorts of theories of right. whether it's signets or <laughs> what people are. I we know. We won't spoil anything. No. Yet, but there's, but there's I feel a lot like of fun stuff. It's going to be kind of like our Crescent City ones where yes. we like dive so deep there are so many more theories and we both reread it Mm -hmm. because we read it when it came out and now we're gonna we already read damn (laughs) this is gonna be rough (laughs) really setting the tone here i love it though these are my favorite episodes to listen to so um, oh cheers this there we go cheers 
There you go. I can kind of hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So we'll dive really deep into Iron Flame with like all of the signets and all of the people and everything that's going on. So those are going to be some longer episodes as well. And I'm super excited for that. But some other books that we're going to think about after Whole Fast, mm-hmm. we've got a couple of good, like really good recommendations. Mm-hmm. We've definitely got a, a lot that I think are on our soon to read TBR. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about doing Ruthless Vows. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Powerless. I think yep. everybody's been loving Powerless. Everybody's so been loving there too. Um, Chasm. We're, I was going to say we're obsessed with Ledge. And so we're going to read Chasm before the last one comes out. Yep. So I'm really excited Those about really that awesome. too. And yeah. another one that book club was super interested in was Red Rising. Yeah. And we really want to read that one too. That was a happy so surprise for me. I'm hoping we can make that a too. book club book. Yeah. yeah. So we are we are like tentatively thinking of April being our Red Rising month. Mm. So that would be very, very exciting for a book club. Especially yes. diving into like we covered a ton of fantasy and young mm-hmm. adult fantasy. And it'd be really awesome to move into like a little bit of a new genre and the fact I that I love sci-fi. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that book club was so excited yeah. about it made me so excited too. Mm-hmm. I love it. Literally, I'm just so thankful for all of these women that just like show up every month. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's so precious and it can be so tough as an adult to like meet other women mm-hmm. that actually have the same interests as you and like being a book lover can be a little bit niche in the mm-hmm. real world and we're just such a part of an amazing community so thank you guys yeah <laughs> honestly it is kind of nuts because it's like <laughs> I feel like kind of the dream of adult friendships because yeah pretty much every girl has come completely on her own yes. and not that it's only women we invite everybody we've yes, just happened definitely. to only have women so far <laughs> but um yeah pretty much everybody has come on their own just because mm-hmm. they found us through some so- sort of social media and I already feel like everyone is so comfortable with each other which makes me really happy too because it can be hard to show up by yourself to definitely. a place that you don't know anybody right and the, the fact that like we had so many women today that were like can we do this twice a month yeah, <laughs> yeah that I was, was really like cute. I was like or we could all just go grab coffee or yep. like go to a bookstore or do something else mm-hmm. together I was like that's so fun yeah as always I mean I'm sure we'll have more stuff yeah. coming up too so just follow us give us a follow if you want right. to see some of the events that are coming up we, we talked about maybe having a little readathon mm-hmm. moment or oh, yeah so going fun. to coffee shop whatever so exactly more things coming yes but yes and if you are loving us as much as we're loving doing this with you guys please go give us a review on your favorite podcast platform it really helps us grow it helps us get some more um more views and yeah really like get subscribe out there. follow <laughs> exactly i know it really helps so we really appreciate you guys yeah you want to get into the spanish love deception yeah ah! <laughs> i'm so yeah. excited me too it was cute uh-huh so what was your favorite part of this book oh <laughs> i think my favorite part was the soccer scene oh <laughs> my god so once they're already in spain right mm-hmm. and Aaron, who's supposedly this football star, yeah, American football, has <laughs> never played the rest of the world football ever <laughs> before. Like, never are you played soccer. I was so shocked. I was like, dude, you are like this most like athletic being, whatever, and you've never played soccer. Yeah, I was maybe <laughs> less than that part, but the actual scene of you know Daniel, her ex, mm-hmm. like Lena's ex, is there, yeah. and. They're being all competitive about the soccer game. And Aaron is like, oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm going to take this oh, seriously. Yeah. Rips off his shirt. And Lena's just like. 
She's jaw like, drop. <laughs> Honestly, when I was reading that, I pictured uh, she's the man where he like yes. takes off his shirt. Yes. Mm. 100% mm. she's the man vibes. Yep. Yep. I love it. I love that scene. It was jaw just so funny. <laughs> well, and it was sweet too, because that was probably right in the middle of where they had really good tension yes. of like the actual fake dating tension but hadn't necessarily <laughs> come any further than that right. yet. And so that, I think that that was right in the middle, like the sweet mm-hmm. spot. What about you? Where she was like starting to notice like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit differently uh-huh. about him. Like maybe this is more than I think. <laughs> Wait, why is he hot? <laughs> Wait, he's hot? Why is he sculpted like a god? <laughs> Clark <laughs> is, Kent. Oh, mm, <laughs> Clark Kent. So um, my childhood crush was Mr. Clark Kent, but it was Henry Cavill. Mm. As Clark Kent. Henry Cavill as any character for me, Mm. immediately sold. The Witcher, though. Immediately, yes. Number one. He's great as Superman. He's great when he's clean cut. Yes. But any man that puts on (laughs) a blonde wig and gets all dirtied up. Oh. Him as the Witcher. (laughs) The oh. witch, but because it also makes me think of like Orlando Bloom in uh, Lord of the Rings yes. with the blonde wig. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's just something about a man in a blonde wig. Oh, so delicious! <laughs> but yeah, anything Henry Cavill, which yeah. apparently for The Witcher they switched it to Liam Hemsworth. Oh, I know. I'm fucking I don't think pissed. I'll watch I think it. everyone is pissed. I think so too. I heard it's because the um, like screenwriting mm-hmm. team or whatever weren't following the video games and or like comics or whatever so closely enough and he's like <gasps> enough of a nerd that he was pissed about it and didn't want to do it. Shut up. That makes me love him even. So I think there was a little bit of the mm. like he didn't agree with how they were doing the story and that oh was part of gosh. why. I, I think it's also because he was going to be doing another Superman but I know that was part of it or so they say. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really sad though. <laughs> I know. It was such a bummer. Yeah, yeah I loved envisioning him as... Aaron. Yes. Yes. Oh, I yeah. loved it. Hmm. Okay, what was your favorite so part, though? My favorite part. I think my favorite part was after the wedding when, <laughs> which we kind of talked about this at book club. So after the wedding, there was like a kiss cam at the reception, and which what wedding have you ever been to that has a kiss cam? I felt never. like I was at a like sports event or something exactly and my sister had like literally just got married a couple weeks ago and I was picturing it at her reception and I was like ew Ew. I was like that just it just does not fit the vibe that I was getting and so after the reception when they walk outside and they were supposed to just kiss up against a wall up against a wall (laughs) but then they end up doing a lot more and it was just very interesting to that me. That was one of your favorite scenes? That was one of my favorite scenes when oh. she like gets up because that's the first time that she's like actually like, I want this. Mm. And so I thought that was my favorite scene, but also like it was kind of like the first like naughty scene. It, yeah, yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> and See, so I just loved it. <laughs> that's so funny. That was your favorite because I was actually a little bummed with how that I, I mean, were. obviously it's well written, but um I don't know. It's just so if you uh, like are, haven't read this book in a while, if you remember there, the kiss cam is like scanning around to show couples to kiss. And right. both of them are like being all nervous, like, oh, we haven't kissed yet. Us? Like, what if yeah. it? Yeah. What if it's in front of us? And so I thought they were going to leave and have a really like more sweet, like moment. A sweet moment. Yeah. And I was really ready for that to be like having him be like, oh, I just, I really care about you. And like, I really wanted our first kiss to mean something or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just wanted it to be for us. I didn't want it to be for everybody. 
So then he was like, no, I want you and I need you now. I'm like, <laughs> You're like, oh, OK. I mean, like, that's nice, too. But that wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> I mean, it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. I think I was just like so hot for Aaron yeah. that I was like, oh, damn. He was hot. <laughs> he was so hot, which like in this entire book, like I did not love Lena. Like I felt like she was awkward. And the entire time I was reading it, I was like, just say something like say anything, say yes, say no, say whatever. But like, I was getting really frustrated with her because it was like, she would just sit there like silent. Yeah. When he was looking for a reaction from her or consent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She definitely wasn't as vocal, like literally with words as she needed to be sometimes. But I don't know. I think a lot of us women can relate to overthinking things in your head and oh, then yeah, not being able to have sure. things come out. So uh-huh. I kind of give her some benefit of the doubt for that. Yeah. I was just, I was really frustrated with her almost the entire book yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Especially because Aaron was so good at being like, I want your consent. Mm-hmm. I want to know you want this too. Like, will you just give me anything? Mm-hmm. And the fact that he like, like the little touches mm-hmm. like I love that like sensual touch when it's not leading to sex mm-hmm. I was like I'm a sucker for that yeah <laughs> well and I think that was kind of my favorite part or like favorite part in general yeah. phase of the book was that middle third after they've gotten to Spain mm-hmm. and they're doing the fake dating and he's very like oh I'm gonna put my hand on the small of your back and love like all of all of that just little bits of tension like he so naturally falls into that <laughs> and the fact that he learned all that spanish and oh, memorized all her family members gosh. names that, that is was such so effort. cute the effort when a man puts in that effort like it doesn't need to be sexual like it was so cute it was so cute when they were on the plane and she's like trying to quiz him and he's like i already know i this. already know i like, don't need to do this i already know this she's and like, then how cute was it when they get there and he just starts speaking Spanish. No. Oh, and she's like, when did you do this? He's like, I told you I got this. Yeah. <laughs> and the grandma is like, oh, okay. All right. Okay. And he's like, abuela. <laughs> that was so sweet. So precious. God, when they got to the apartment in Spain, though, and he tries to, oh, he's like, no, 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 God. I can lay on this little tiny twin bread, <sighs> immediately breaks it. I was Hackling. Me too. I was dying laughing. I that was that whole scene, and then her cousin like comes into the apartment. Is like, oh, you guys having fun already? She's like, I wow. Was just, oh my god, I was dying laughing. <laughs> me part. too. Me too. I thought it, I was like kicking my feet and like giggling. I was like, oh my gosh, they got caught. They weren't even doing anything. That was so funny. I do wish they really had gotten funny. to Spain faster though mm-hmm. i think there was a lot of time right. there's like a lot of lead up <laughs> before they got to spain when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply what did you think about so like in the beginning when he was like I, <laughs> I thought it was really interesting that he came up and he was just like hey um I 
I'm going to be your date. I'm coming with you. And I thought it was just like a little forceful in the beginning. But then he's like, I want you to do something for me. And she goes to the auction with him. Mm -hmm. What did you think about that auction scene? Well, I'll back up and just, it's funny that you say that that felt forceful because I actually like, obviously it was clear from the beginning that he was going to be the love interest, like, which is fine because rom-coms that's what we expect out of them. <laughs> right they should be a little predictable that way but <laughs> this isn't an sjm novel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i actually liked that subtle mm. confidence confidence because i didn't feel like he was rude pushy he's like you need someone i, I got you she's go. like, he's like you need yeah he's like i'll do it mm-hmm. he's like who else are you gonna do it it's like, you don't have anybody else is going to take this seriously. Exactly. It's like, I don't care. I'll go to Spain. Yeah, whatever. I got you. Like, that's how I read in. into it as mm-hmm. being like, yeah, whatever. You can you can pretend you don't need me yet. But but you do. But I know you're going to. <laughs> so I actually didn't see it as pushy. I saw it as just like, you're going to get here eventually anyways. Like, oh my you gosh, can decide on this when you want to. But yeah. So I actually like that scene. But with the auction scene, that I felt like was odd so our book club was comparing it to like they thought it was gonna be the mrs robinson thing like maybe the (laughs) older lady betting on him for the date was gonna be like an ex-lover of some sort i was waiting for it it was just didn't seem to end up mattering in the end no it didn't i don't know all of aaron's backstory didn't really seem to matter at any point it was weird it's like we got so much of him like now but we Mm -hmm. didn't get like we got what sh- what Lena found out about him, like from her Google search. But like, yeah, we didn't really get that much about him. Like the auction didn't matter. Like she ended up taking him home. It wasn't like we found out any great And they never even went to the dog shelter, which would have been a great scene. Yeah. What the heck? That was like the whole reason he was. She's like, I would have loved that. I would have loved that date. Like, let's do that. Mm-hmm. And then they don't do it. And I don't think they even talk about it in like the epilogue or anything. No, I don't think they, they do. do that when they're dating. Nope. They don't <laughs> what, talk about. It. Yeah. We don't have the dog date. Right. We don't have like by the time they actually get to the wedding. The, there's like no they're like no. oh we're at the wedding there's a kiss cam and then it's done right <laughs> like, like that's the, it <laughs> the literal actual wedding was she was standing there and then she walked back and she's like oh i looked at him that was it that was the we whole didn't wedding. get anything else we didn't hear anything about the vows we didn't hear anything about the bride or her dress or anything and i'm in wedding mode because my sister got married yeah. and so i'm like i'm thinking all about weddings so i'm like that we didn't get anything yeah and not only did we not get the wedding all of this, like, oh, Aaron is going to help her plan this work event that now she's in yes. charge of, breezed past that in, what, two paragraphs? Exactly. Like, the actual event was not important at all. Not I at think all. I would have really liked to see Aaron's profession, mm-hmm. like, professing his love at that event. Like, somehow, right. maybe, like, someone is being rude to her there and that he, like, backs her up in front of everybody right. and then... Like, if they're going to have a third act breakup because she's mad about it, fine. But after that, at least. But it was just so dumb. Yes. I I was so underwhelmed. (laughs) I know. Okay, I totally was too. And from business girlies, um, what did you think about the HR standpoint about how that all went down? (laughs) Because the whole reason Lena was so upset was like, oh, no, you're going to be my boss. I've been through this before. (laughs) I will say the Spanish love deception is a walking HR nightmare. (laughs) It really is. Like, I can't even imagine having to be that HR professional. There's definitely office place romances. That happens. You know what? My husband and I worked at the same company for six years. Like, you know what? It happens. But, and I get being cautious of it. I think Mm -hmm. I just felt for her more because 
right in the beginning when she gets assigned this. So she's one of what there's like seven of them or something that are basically project leads, like project manager leads um, in like an engineering group. And she's the only one who's a woman and she's Spanish and she is like, likes to dress nicely, like just dress cute and stuff like fashionable and she's personable and bubbly. And so of course, as soon as there is a networking social event, they're like, Oh, well Lena's going to, do that right like because she's good at this and she right. was the entire time like no I'm not good at this yeah you're well, doing this because I'm a woman right when it wasn't even I mean some of it was maybe that she didn't feel prepared for it but a lot of it was because she had other things on her plate exactly but the assumption that just because she was the only girl on the team and that she was going to be expected to do it and none of the men including right. Aaron including Aaron say anything and she talks about Hector as yes. like a second dad or something yeah and just no one says anything. Exactly. I really felt for her in that moment mm-hmm. because what a great representation of a woman working on a male team mm-hmm. because that's rough and that happens. It does happen. Sadly, it really does. Sadly, I liked though, like even though that specific scene sucked, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not fun to read. The next scene where Aaron's like, oh, I'm going to stay late and help you. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really precious. Yeah. And it was it was nice that he presented it as like not. I felt like it didn't come off in a demeaning way of like, right. oh, I don't think you can do this. It was more a, hey, I have some things that I think can right. help you. So I'm going to show up and let me send you these documents you can start to base things off of. And like, do you even know what you want to have people talk about? Because if not, use this as a starting point. Like, yes. like, let me see what I can do to like get you started. Yes. And it wasn't even like he, that's the only reason why I think it was okay in my mind that he didn't necessarily get really vocal in the team meeting mm-hmm. about, oh, well, put me on that project too because that means it was still lena's name like she's still getting the credit right like she should get the credit but he was just gonna back her up and like help her behind the scenes definitely so i did appreciate that but even though like we went through all of this like he was helping her and she was like doing the work and she was getting it all done then we didn't get the actual event right then the event didn't happen yeah like what's the outcome of them working together Mm -hmm. we didn't get much of that (laughs) <laughs> what did you think about <laughs> that first scene when Aaron is coming in to help her after hours and she's talking to her stomach like full <laughs> conversational talking like no you I'm gonna bring you to the coffee shop tomorrow you shush right now like full conversation yes. what did you think of that uh, I thought it was a little cringy that was a cringe moment for it me it's definitely cringy <laughs> Because I was just like, um, you are alone in an office talking to your stomach. But not only that, it's talking back to you. I was like, you are having a full on conversation. And we could have talked about this a little bit earlier. It's like, like, I'll definitely be like, like, I'll shush my stomach. But like, it doesn't talk back. Mm -hmm. I don't have conversations with it. And so that was just like super cringy. And then he was just behind her. (laughs) I know one of the girls in our book club compared it to like a horror movie when he's like, He's right over my shoulder, isn't he? <laughs> Look, it reminds me of like the office where like Jim looks at the camera and goes, he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> so funny. So funny. Yeah, that was funny. Mm. Also, the timeline of this book was just wild. <laughs> I didn't even realize until we were talking about it. It was like a three week time span. Like the entire book only spans. Well, I mean, minus the epilogue, excluding the epilogue, right? True, true. But only yeah. spans like three weeks but like that whole trip in Spain is like three days. Okay. From experience, <laughs> from somebody who traveled abroad 
and took, I think it was like a 10-hour flight from New York to Madrid. Like, you're not even fly. You have to fly to Madrid, and yeah. then you have to take a train to mm-hmm. where they were staying. And so I was like, this is one, unrealistic. Mm. And two, I was like, it's a 10-hour flight. Yeah, you would not go for three days. No. I was Especially like, they if my family <laughs> is there. Exactly. Stupid. Oh, my gosh. So part of me was like, this is a little unrealistic. But the other part of me was like, I loved the lingo. And yeah. I loved like hearing those like Spanish phrases again. And I was talking about this with somebody very recently about like um, when you are bilingual, like sometimes... I forget that I'm reading in a different language. Mm-hmm. And so I would just read, like, I was like reading it and I was like so excited about it. And then they would like use the phrase and then translate the phrase. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was like in another language. Mm-hmm. And so that was really fun. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Well, and I appreciated that the Spanish that she put, like that Elena, yeah. <laughs> I have to look at the author's <laughs> name, the Spanish that she put in the book is like basic enough Spanish that I haven't taken any Spanish classes since high school. I mean, it took like a lot of semesters then, but it was enough that even I could translate it easily, which was honestly really nice. And it's fun. Yeah. Like it was, it was basic enough sentences that you didn't feel dumb. (laughs) Or you could kind of guess where they were going. Although when they were trying to pick the Spanish pet names, no, ew. Or how many times he called her baby. baby. Oh my God. One of our girls in the book club, we were laughing so hard because apparently in the audio version that she was listening on to. Spotify, yeah. On Spotify. It was like, it sounded like Siri. And so it would be like, come with me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ew, cringe. Yeah. That was one moment where I could maybe see it. That maybe this was her debut novel. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I loved it. It was really cute, but it was uh, a little cringy yeah. on some of those moments. And yeah, although we had somebody else who said that they've already read is that the American Roommate Experiment, I think that, which yep. is book two of this series. So if you haven't read it, um, Lena's best friend, Rosie, Rosie, in this book, the second book is about her. Which so. is so cute. And they said it was even better than this yeah, one. Yeah. She said it was even better than this one and that she was just kicking her feet and laughing. So that cute. that's a good sign. It makes me sure. want to read it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think it's really funny because thinking about Aaron and how much I loved the sweet man, <laughs> thinking about him versus like some of our fantasy men mm. and like how different this was, like Throne of Glass spoilers, if you haven't read this, our love interest, Rowan. When he punches Aelin in the face, it is just like normal. <laughs> there, I do. I feel like fantasy men can get away with cringier lines right. or more aggressive behavior than men in contemporary romances. Like Absolutely. In, in rom-coms, the bar is set at a very different place mm-hmm. of like what they need to do. Yeah. But at the same time, we had a girl who's saying that she'd been reading a lot of dark romances or like dark oh, fantasy. Yes. And so she's like halfway book through the book, like, okay, well, when's the actual love interest going to come around? Yes. Like, <laughs> or when is the dark curse going to set yeah. in? <laughs> so it is kind of funny to read this and just be like, oh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a it's sweet what's expected. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I love it. Because like you think about like all these rom-coms, I feel like all the rom-coms I've like, like watched because this is mm-hmm. one of my first rom-coms I've actually listened to as an adult mm-hmm. and so I have a very different perspective of it mm-hmm. but like all the rom-com movies that I've watched I feel like 
I'm like, oh yeah, you got a ditzy girl and a guy who just wants to fall in love with her and he's really good to her. And it's funny to me because like, that's not very realistic. Right. But man, do we wish it was real. Yeah. Men written by women. Men written by women are a different mm-hmm. breed, man. Exactly. Not only do they know where to find important body parts, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, when you say you want three tacos, they buy you five. They buy that you was, five. I loved that scene too. When you say you're not hungry and they yeah. buy you food. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Or when he, he automatically knew which restaurant she had been to because she was listening. He was listening to her. Although, <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of conversations Lena and Rosie seemed to have in like public spaces of their workplace. <laughs> like that seems like a very personal conversation to be broadcasting this loudly. Again, HR nightmare. <laughs> HR nightmare. I'm telling you, this book is an HR nightmare. Which like, okay, back to the HR nightmare. Um, When they actually had a conversation with HR and they say, there's no issues with it. Unrealistic. He's her <sighs> boss. I don't know. I mean, it's just that you have to disclose it. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, oh. just to make sure that there's no preferential treatments as a result of the relationship or anything. Yeah. But most companies, their policies don't prohibit it. It's just okay. that it's, like, maybe discouraged between, like, levels of power where you're directly overseen by that person. Okay. For the entire reason of why... Um, Lena had that whole experience with Daniel, right? right? Because the like difference of power is can be a problem. Well, and on that note, <laughs> on the difference of power, what a difference in the way Aaron handled things mm. versus the way that Daniel handled things. Yeah. Like, Although, I mean, as much as Daniel was like a little bit of a tool, he didn't seem in this one. There was the only scene that he seemed really bad was when they had the conversation in the. Um, uh, like restaurant or whatever it was maybe like the the groom's dinner or, oh, dinner was at the or whatever. Gr- yeah i think that was at like her house or somebody's oh, I house thought they were at a restaurant for some they reason might have been. but <laughs> yeah but they you know are like passing each other on the yes. way to the bathroom and he like kind of makes some catty comments of like oh well now that you're a real adult or oh well like i thought you were better than this you know kind of thing ew, ew. so those moments i thought he was really gross yeah but I mean, I did feel a little bad from. Do you think his fiance is real? She didn't come up. Did she show up physically at any point? No, because she had to work. She had to work during the wedding. Which, like, I'm sorry, what professor gets called into work like that? Like, no. I thought, yeah, I thought that was really odd because she's that's the whole reason she was even worried to go to the Mm. wedding was that like she was gonna be alone and daniel was gonna be there with his new fiance Mm -hmm. and then he literally says like oh she gets called into work so she's not at the brides bridesmaids bridesgroom whatever the joint bachelor bachelorette party yes and then she doesn't even show up to the wedding yeah that was really odd to me so like weird she fake she not real i i believe that yes i'm there's no body. <laughs> there's, if there's no body, it didn't happen. <laughs> Usually we take that in a different way. You know, if there's no body, they're not dead. But in this case, if there's no body, she's, she's not, not there. real. <laughs> yes. Fantasy books versus rom-coms. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, you know, oh my God, that's so funny. Another scene that I loved, though. Which one? Which I would hate in real life, but I loved it in the book. <laughs> Was um, before the auction and Erin's yeah. not given Lena very many details about 
what oh. they're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. He just said to like wear a cock, not a cocktail dress, or but like formal dress or something. F- an evening gown. An evening, evening gown. gown. And the she sends she doesn't have his phone number so she sends him an email to his work email and like signs it all professional and she's like got him and then (laughs) he shows up to her apartment an hour before they're supposed to leave because he's like i know this bitch isn't ready (laughs) (laughs) and so he like comes in you know she's like in her robe and like not ready at all or whatever and so their interaction there through that and the fact that he was like, why were you so weird in your email? After she was like, Haha, got him. Got him. And then it was like, that was weird. It was so weird. But she still tried to like play it off. Like, nope. Haha, it was funny. No, it, you think it's funny and quirky. You want to know what it reminded me of? What? There's this girl on TikTok and I, I think her name is Delaney or something. But she always does these videos like, like the absolute worst girl in rom-com movies and she like pretends to be them i'll have to send it to you later because she is so funny and she she brunette yes i know exactly what you were talking about those videos are so funny she's like oh it's just you know my name is april because my mom just loved the rain yes 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 yes. (laughs) or like the way that um she like dances in the rain and she goes have you never lived before have you never taken risks You've never lived a day in your life. And I'm like, it cracks me up because this is what I'm picturing. (laughs) And I'm like, it really is that cringy. Main character energy. (laughs) (laughs) And it had me cracking up. Mm. But also the fact that like he shows up an hour early. And then she has a formal gown. And she was like, I have nothing to wear. She's like, well, I, I bought this because it was pretty. <laughs> a couple of months ago, but I've never worn. What else did you think you were going to wear? <laughs> you knew. Exactly. If I have one dress in my closet that I know is for a formal event, you better believe I'm going to wear that too as a formal evening gown to a formal event. But you know what? I wouldn't hate. If somebody dragged me on a date to somewhere that I got to wear a formal gown, I don't ever get to do that. Me neither. I think I want to go to a ball. <laughs> me too. Stardust. What is the one in the? Oh, Star- the ones like, in Colorado like, Springs. Yes. I know we're too late for tickets for it, but I, I definitely would. Oh, we need to have so some my my husband and his college friends do this thing they call suit day. <laughs> that started <laughs> literally. It started when they were in college, like when they were teenagers. Oh still. my gosh! And they had classic college fashion yeah. boys you know but they wore their i was gonna say nicest but probably only suit. <laughs> <laughs> and they literally wore it like to class and everything Stop. and they poured like drinks and water bottles oh, oh and they basically God. just like went bar hopping in their suits just because like literally no reason to be wearing the suit but the whole point of suit day Stop. is to go out with your friends <laughs> have some drinks have a good time in the fancy attire that you never get to wear Stop. So I really want to have At the, the Carlson equivalent. School of Management. Yes. So <laughs> I attend re- class. Yeah. So I really want to have a girl version yeah. of suit day where you wear a suit or a ball gown oh or whatever God. the fuck you want. I know. I can't remember. Fun. Maybe the last time that I actually wore like a gown. Well, okay. I, I mean, you were just a bridesmaid. I was. I know. Say. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But I'm thinking back to we had pharmacy prom. Oh yeah. And that was really fun. I had the, mm. this like beautiful like black gown and it was like an actual event for us instead of like an event for somebody else and so like that's the last time I think that I got to like dress up like for myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was really fun that it was a fun. blast I always love to get a dress oh my up gosh. what do you think about 
Let's talk about some tropes in this book. Mm. What do you think about the fake dating trope? I love fake dating. I love fake dating. I am a big fan. It's one of the only tropes that I think is commonly in rom-coms that I'm a big fan of. Yeah. There's a lot of other ones I'm kind of like, eh. But I love the fake dating stuff. I just, I, I love, because you get almost the same as like forks, forced proximity yes. where you're like having to pretend and be near each other. But that... Like, oh, is it real? Is it not mm-hmm. real tension? I always think is so sweet. I know. that. What was, about you? Oh my gosh, it was so sweet. I loved it. And I don't actually think I've read a book with fake no? dating. Oh, cute. And so I really liked it. And I just thought it was so fun because I knew from page one that Obviously. he was in love with her. Obviously. So I was like, oh my God just love it so much. And I was like, girl, get it through your head. He loves you. What do you think about um, third act breakups? Ew, it's one of my worst tropes ever. I hate it so much. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, you guys already confessed your love. What are you doing? You're just being stupid. Especially that the third act breakup was at like 93% of the book. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) It made me so mad. It's different. It's like a little bit different if there's a valid reason and it's much earlier in the book and there's actually something to overcome. Like I understand that a little bit more. There wasn't. This was at the very, very, very end of the book. And then there's like two pages and then she's like, I'm going to fly to Seattle and see him. (laughs) And the fact that it was just like, hey, the one issue you had with this, which was like HR, they were fine with it. And so it wasn't just HR. I I do kind of give her that because was it, it wasn't Hector. Who was the guy that got fired? I don't even remember his name. I don't remember his name because he doesn't matter. Because he doesn't fuck matter because like fuck him and he got but bye. But that also I mean exists. You know, like there it are definitely absolutely does some especially, especially when mm-hmm. you're talking about some older generations that are still um, yeah. working and maybe now working with younger generations and. He had that attitude of like, oh, we're going to sleep your way to the top. Yeah, I bet I could have done that too sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I understand that her concern wasn't, I think, as much HR as Mm -hmm. the perception from everybody else because she had worked so hard to develop herself as a project manager and an engineer and whatever. On her own. She wanted to be valued for her work and not have someone demean it by thinking that it was just because she's sleeping with the boss exactly you know? so and something I, we've uh, also been talking about a little bit more recently because of personal issues is like if this was a man in this position they clearly did not have as much of a qualm with him right like sleeping with her it's like hmm if it was a man sending an aggressive email hmm, right probably would come off a little bit differently yeah or like if uh she was the boss and he was below her they'd be like oh Great Nuts. job. Nice job, dude. She even said that. She was talking about that when she was talking about Daniel. Mm-hmm. If it was the other way around, they'd be like, wow, cougar, get it, girl. You got it. And like, high mm-hmm. five, bro. Ew. Like, why? And we see this in real life literally all the time. And so it actually made me like genuinely like primally angry. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah, that part made me really sad. I think that Lena talked about or, you know, internal dialogue talked about her family's reaction to the experience with Daniel so differently than what my perception was from seeing their reactions in the scenes that we had with them. Cause Mm -hmm. she made it seem like she needed to move away because even they were being weird and not on her side. But when she came back, everything they were saying, they were like, we just want you to be happy. Mm -hmm. Like, we just want you to be yourself again. Like, we don't want you to like, we're just here for you, whatever you need. Right. We just want you to be happy. Yeah. And so it made me sad it always makes me sad when I read a book and the main yeah. character can't see the love in front of them. And I think that that 
experience with her family I was really feeling because all of the interactions with her family were even positive. if some of them were like a little TMI like a her sister little. being like hey show me a dick pic ew like, like I okay, no never thanks. ew like, that's <laughs> weird but or like hey tell me this really deeply sexual moment you guys have had with each other like no I would not talk about that with my grandma is in the know. room but Gross. but at the same time I like I did really appreciate that her family was really mm-hmm. wanting her to be involved and they were like really excited she was there yes and I don't know. Yeah. I think that she had underplayed their relationship in the first third of the book. And yeah. by the time she got to Spain, I was like, oh, like this is a family that really cares about you and just yeah. wants you to be happy. The scene with her dad, like an ulterior at dinner. Oh my God, like, that oh. was so precious. Yeah. I know. Or the fact that they just like literally loved Aaron and mm-hmm. they were like, he's perfect for you. I know. They could see it before she could. I know. <laughs> I thought it was so precious. Mm-hmm. And at the dinner when he was like, yeah, I really, like, we pretended to hate each other and all this stuff, but, like, I was never pretending, like... Oh, I know. When oh. he retold the story yeah, of how they met... perspective. Oh, my God. It was oh, so Oh, I sweet. was love. I was like, I knew it. I yep. knew it. It was cute. Like, she just couldn't see it. But it's also cool because it's, like... It, like, it kind of made me, like, switch perspectives a little bit in, like, my own world. Like, oh, yeah, everybody really does, like, have their own perspective. Like, mm. there's my story, your story, and the truth. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's always like, everybody has a very different perspective of like what's going on Mm -hmm. in situations. And so it kind of like forces me to like take a little bit of a step back too and just be like, oh, maybe like some things that have like happened, like maybe I just need to take a step back and like think about it a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which can be a little tough in relationships, but yeah. Yeah. So I'm making up a trope here. Um, What do you think about the trope I love you in 48 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. The like insta love. I think insta that's what love. I would call That's a true trope. I would call true it insta love. Um, I am tend not to be a fan of insta love, which yeah. is why even faded mates can sometimes be mixed for me mm-hmm. because I don't always love insta love. But I don't know if I even could quite call this insta love. I feel like yeah. this was more unrequited love yes. and then became, you know, to lovers, you yeah. know, because think about how much time you spend with your coworkers. Definitely. As much as she tried to pretend like, Oh, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. If you've been working with somebody for Mm. a year and a half, you know, them and their habits fairly well. I mean, you spend a lot of time together and especially because she was talking like in such public spaces and he was overhearing all Mm -hmm. these other details about her life. Talking to herself by herself. (laughs) Well, and sometimes to Rosie too. I know. I know. But so I don't even know that I really would call it completely insta love because yeah. i think they had known each other and known so much about each other yeah before they started talking about like really deeply personal items yeah so yeah. so do you think that she actually had feelings then before she even admitted them or do you think she actually didn't like him and then it was just insta love on her part i think passion is a fine line between <laughs> love and hate and i think yeah. she was in that in fine that line. fine line <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i don't think she ever truly hated him i don't think so either i think she was just salty that he didn't respond the way that she wanted to when she gave Which, him a like, present low-key i would also be really hurt if somebody mm-hmm. responded like to me giving them a welcome gift like that mm-hmm. ouch yeah like you put so much like thought and effort into that and then mm-hmm. they just like Mm. are rude about it like Mm. i'd be hurt too i probably wouldn't lead on for 18 months and be like super butthurt about it but like in the moment i'd definitely be hurt yeah yeah 
Mm. You talked about the baby being a little bit annoying from a writing perspective. Yeah. I'm curious if you had any thoughts about the amount of times that they talked about Lena, like wanting snacks or wanting chocolate or, oh, she (laughs) wants three desserts, not one. I think that's annoying. It was just too much. It was too much. It was like, okay, you're a girl who eats. We all eat. Like she, something else that I really, really don't like is that, oh, I'm going to starve myself and then she passes out and i was just like get yeah, idiot like it well erin sh- says that too erin says you idiot yeah i know and <gasps> i was just like what the hell <laughs> but then there's the car rain scene you want to talk about that one i loved the car rain scene <laughs> <laughs> that was so cute so she has this is like after she's been working late and yeah. um this might have been after the granola bar incident at the end um yeah so she's like trying to get public transit to take it home oh, homemade granola bar incident by I the know. way so sweet so precious um and yeah he like pulls up in front of the building and it's you know just like downpouring and yeah. she's drenched and <laughs> it's so, a nice shoe and so she gets into his like very nice car and is like sitting on the very edge of the seat in the front because she like doesn't want to ruin anything he goes have you ever been in a moving vehicle before <laughs> that was so funny i just loved it i loved it but i loved that like so comparing him again to our fantasy men like that was one of the things that i really liked about him like also with our fantasy men is that he was very protective so he was like i'm gonna carry a granola bar because i know you're not eating because you're trying to lose a couple pounds for the wedding or like I'm going to be on the street and then I'm going to pick you up and like, I'm going to be there for you and make sure that you are like being the best version of yourself. So I really liked that. Well, liked and he carries protected. her after she passes out too. Mm. And because you're hot, I was like, Oh, it's oh. melting. That's the one thing that I think I liked the most about like Aaron as a main male character yes. is for me, he was just the right amount of like assertive, confident, yes. you know, but without being a cocky asshole, just exactly. he was really nurturing like like protective you know and i liked that and it's not only like he was protective and nurturing but he was funny he was funny and i loved that like when they finally get to spain and he starts to show his like goofy side Mm -hmm. or actually no it was at the auction when he like smiles Mm -hmm. real big and she Mm -hmm. goes it made me melt i was Mm -hmm. like oh my god i love smile like one of the a guy's smile is like one of the first things i look at Mm -hmm. smile in the eyes and so i was just like oh my god like i can picture that like i that Mm -hmm. would make me melt too i was also laughing really hard when she almost bet on the guy with the boat the old man (laughs) and he just like stares her down she's like sorry okay i thought that so funny it was so funny but i was cringing so hard when like there's i could picture it like they're still calling out and she's like i'm sorry okay she's like trying to mouth to him i was like stop like it for some reason that pissed me off oh did it yeah like i thought it was hilarious that she had like bet on him because she's like nobody else is doing it it's like you had one job Mm. (laughs) you had one job I don't know. I mean, I've never been somebody in a um, auction where people are betting like thousands of dollars for a date with somebody. So no, I gotta imagine that's an uncomfortable situation. Definitely to be standing by yourself, yeah. not have been expected to be in that. And, right. Yeah. I think I was just like irritated with Lena in herself, and so when she got to that point and she was just like mouthing sorry, and it wasn't once or twice; it was an entire page mm-hmm, long mm-hmm. that I was just like stop. And then they like call his name and then he comes out and he like puts on a show again and i was like dude like <laughs> i don't know it just rubbed me the wrong way see and this all just comes back to <laughs> i feel like such a brat because none of the scenes that were more aaron focused 
see, like mattered to me at all. <laughs> like all the stuff with his dad, I yeah. feel like that should have been really emotional. And I just did not care. <laughs> okay. I didn't care either. And that was really sad. Like at yeah. the end, it was but like, then it's like, he didn't even die a year later. He was still alive was anyways. Still there, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, I mean, no, okay, cool. Matter. I'm glad that you guys reconnected, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Glad you flew all the way to Seattle. How much did that cost? <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, I didn't necessarily have that thought, but <laughs> I did because yes. I was like, wow, if I'm buying a flight same day, that's probably at least a thousand dollars from Denver. I couldn't do that right now. <laughs> I was like, damn, girl, you really do. What if you show up and you can't find where he is? <laughs> well, that's the thing is they tried to make it seem like, um, I felt like a movie when they do that. I don't know what hospital he's in. So I'm just going to call and visit every, every single, single hospital one. in Seattle until I find the one he's at. I'm like, do you know how long that would you take? You know how many hospitals there are in Seattle? Also, if you don't actually, if you're not related to the person, they, they will, will not tell you tell anything. You. They no. won't even tell you they're there. Exactly. And so I was HIPAA like. HIPAA privacy laws, guys. I mean, you're not. You're, even you if you can't. Oh, let this be our warning to any of our listeners. <laughs> if you have a boyfriend and you're not, or fiance and you're not actually married, Make sure you sign those documents yep, for your significant other. If you have not signed those types of like HIPAA authorization for them and you are in the <laughs> hospital, the hospital will not tell them nope. anything. They can't even confirm you're there. So right. unless they're like listed as like a, oh, I don't even know the word for it, but they have to lit. you have to list them as they can know your contact information. Right, but like if you're can. unresponsive, I'm saying if you're unresponsive, yeah. they won't share any of that information oh, unless unless you have that document mm-hmm. in your hand saying they signed this. Say I am married. So, yes. Anyways. Exactly. Well, not even married. Just got to have HIPAA authorization. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. So anyways, that's a side note, but it's a very important it's note. It's a very real one. And so that's why this is unrealistic. It's because it's yes. just like, well, and then she even said like, they asked me if I was family or friend and I didn't know what to say. You're not family. You've known me. What? No. Yeah, all three days of you guys dating. No. Exactly. I was like, no. fake dating. Three days of fake dating, not exactly. your family. <laughs> God. Oh yeah, that gosh. was kind of a little over the top, but yeah, it was still funny. It was definitely a r- little ridiculous. But yeah. I mean, even though I thought it was ridiculous, I still thought it was fun. It was fun. I still liked it. I had a good time. I had a good time. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was not not a serious read, and that's okay. Sometimes you don't need a serious read. Exactly. Sometimes, sometimes you just want fun. Sometimes you need a really good fantasy palette cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. This did that for me, for sure. <laughs> Do you think you'll read the American Roommate Experiment? I think I will. I yeah. Like, I liked it enough where, like, it's fun to, like, joke about it and be like, oh, my God, can you believe this? Mm-hmm. But, like, I still liked it. Like, I still thought it was cute. And I still think I would, like... As we were saying earlier, this was her debut novel. Mm-hmm. And since we have also heard that the American Roommate experience is very good, mm-hmm. I, th- I would love to read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I'm super tempted. So this version is from the bookish box. It's, oh, it's like so super pretty. cute if you're seeing it on YouTube. But um, they literally just released the American Roommate experience. They're doing the sequel. And I oh, hadn't decided did? if I was going to buy it yet. Yeah. But I kind of think I need to. Cause it's yeah, because it's, so it's so cute. How do you How do you buy? Can you buy them after the fact? Yeah, they're still, I mean, assuming they don't sell out. They sell out a lot of them yeah, pretty quickly, do. but I don't think I would be surprised if this one sold out. Right, because any of the fantasy ones, they sell out like literally right away. Yeah, a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty sure this is already in general sale. Yeah. I don't think you can get the Spanish Love Deception, but you can get the second one. Yeah. I thought this was so cute. Do you have any cute. other thoughts on this book? I don't know. That's what I got, <laughs> it man. so cute. It was a nice change up. It was. I loved it. 
it's definitely a nice because we were both in the middle of reading Hope Fast right yeah. now. So it was nice to not have to tap a book and not mm-hmm. have to be like super in depth with it. And the fact that all of the girls, like we were kind of saying this earlier, the volume just, just kept <laughs> getting louder and louder. Escalating. <laughs> we were like, oh my God, especially after a couple of drinks were had. Oh, we yeah. were all just giggling and kicking our feet. And yeah. It was just so fun. Get a dozen or more girl girls in a room talking about books and the volume is going to get real loud what was so funny because like before we even decided that the love the spanish love Mm -hmm. deception was going to be our book we were a little nervous because it was like do we want to switch it up like are people gonna like it is it gonna be the same we do stick towards more fantasy i think right i mean not all fantasy but mostly fantasy in Mm -hmm. our book club but i think it was also funny listening to how many people <laughs> waited until the last minute. They were like, yeah, I was finishing the audiobook this morning as I, I was know. getting ready. <laughs> I mean, I finished it yesterday. <laughs> but I'm really impressed. I'm pretty sure at all but one. It. I think there was only one girl who yeah. had, and she was in the last couple chapters anyways. Like exactly. that's very impressive for a book club to have everybody it, finish the book. Exactly. And we did it a little bit early because yeah. we, we had to switch around some dates and stuff. And yeah. so it was like... It was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. And I loved the fact that like, even if people didn't love the book, we had so much to talk about. Yeah. It and was it was good. really fun. It, it was, was really, really fun, fun discussion. That was, I think our best book club yet. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think it was an absolute blast. And it just makes me more excited for next month and the yeah. month after. And the month after. <laughs> yeah. Well, next month, if you decide that you might want to join us for next month in Denver, we're doing uh, another book exchange, mm-hmm. but we're doing it like used books, either like ones that you already read that you want to be able to just exchange with somebody else. Right. Or if you have a book that you loved and you want to buy a used copy or whatever, but it is supposed to be lower key. Yeah. Like a used book exchange. Yeah. So I'm excited for that too. Because we had, you know, a wide range of tastes of books within it. We did. It It was awesome. That'll be fun to see what people bring exactly yeah there were so many good picks that people brought and it was fun because some of the ones that were like were were traded because not a lot were traded no it was like oh my gosh i've either read it and absolutely loved it or that's one of the ones that i'm really excited to read mm-hmm. so it was just really awesome yeah i stole my book i kind of I, know, that. Was cute. <laughs> I stole remarkably bright creatures i've seen it so much on social media oh i'm really excited i've heard it's really good oh my gosh that's so fun yeah. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Well, what a fun February book club. Yeah. Happy yeah. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day if you celebrate. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. This was such a blast. And we will see you guys next time for our Iron Flame part one. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it, it spicy, book lovers!